Welcome to the Peacock and Gamble Edinburgh podcast. Good morrow to you. What? Good morrow to you. <laughs> Why are you doing that? For the morrow. For the morrow. Yep. Do you know what you. that means? Yes, I do actually. What's the morrow? I'm Ray Peacock. Hello. Hello, I'm Ed Gamble. What's the morrow? Oh, I thought you already forgot. <laughs> um, the morrow is uh, it's a little creature. Is it? Lives under a bridge. Right. It's not a, it's not a troll, so I don't want you to get mixed up with that. No, I wouldn't say that. That'd be racist, wouldn't it's it? It's not the same thing. It's yeah. a, a, li- a little creature. Lives under a bridge. A morrow. A morrow. And they um, are afraid of the light, but they also need the light to survive. It's a very, very complex part of the ecosystem. Because a lot of them die, do they? A lot of them do die um, from lack of light because they're afraid of it. I suppose only the bravest survive, then. Well, when they mature, the fear of light goes away. So when they're children, when they're little morrows... Yeah. Um, the fear of light uh, is very, very prominent. But yeah. when they mature, the fear of light goes away. So what often, often happens in the Moro community is the mummy Moro or the daddy Moro, the yeah. mature ones, yeah. will grab the little Moro by the scruff of the neck. By the scruff of the and neck. the little Moro's going, no, 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 I don't like it, I don't like it. They speak English. Yeah. I don't like it, I don't like it. Drag them out into the sunlight. Right. Boosts them up again, a bit like Superman. Okay. Chucks them back under the bridge. Yeah. And then they're good for 48 hours. They're good for 48 hours. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. Well, yes. good morrow to you. Good morrow to you as well. Thank you. That's lovely. How are you feeling today, Gamble? I'm all right. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm having yeah. a nice fringe. Do you want to speak about the lady falling asleep in our show? You know what? I don't really. I don't really. A woman, look, a woman fell asleep in our show. Right in the middle. Right. She was sat right in the middle. Right it in wasn't the in line. the middle of our show. She fell asleep from the beginning. <laughs> Right in our eye line, although we yeah. don't normally look at people, but I just noticed during a bit where there's a lighting change and then there's some slower music comes on, I thought, there's a woman asleep there. I didn't see it until the very, like, about ten minutes from the end. Yeah, and she was asleep all that time. God, that's unbelievable, mate. Yeah. I thought it just recently happened and we'd make a joke about it, you know, she did. No, 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 And then no, you no. broke it to me on the stage, she'd been yeah. asleep from the off. Yeah, she, I mean, incredible. Yeah, didn't It you? is the loudest show on the fringe. And obviously she looks very embarrassed when she woke up. Yeah. She didn't. Yeah. She looked like, she's like, yeah, what, I have a sleep. I mean, I'm so angry about that woman that I didn't pick you up there on your use of the phrase when she woke up. Yeah, woke up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I said, I said during the show that I was actually genuinely disappointed that she wasn't dead. Yeah. <laughs> because when she woke up, I was like, all right, well then that just is depressing. Yeah. But if she had she been just dead, asleep. brilliant publicity. Yeah. Killed a woman. Woman dies beginning of Peacock and Gamble show. That's not to say that performers I don't, don't notice. It's not to say that I don't. You know, that'd be. Overly heartbroken if she did die tonight. Well, she might die in another show. Yeah, she could do, couldn't she? Yeah. And they'll get all the publicity. God, I hated that woman. Yeah, so there's the downside to it, but on the upside, got some free tomato sauce tonight. <laughs> yeah, you nicked some tomato sauce tonight. Yeah, you? and you've been a bit sort of testy about it, haven't you? About stealing, yeah. I'm... It's not really stealing. You know what? You know what? I'm like that about the theft. It's not a theft, mate. It's not a theft. It is. It's not. They were charging a fortune for their food. They you can't s- justify things. They had like seven that. bottles. Don't buy the food then if you think they're They had seven bottles much. of tomato sauce there. They Your morals one. are very skewed. I've been trying to get tomato sauce, that's true. Yeah. And there doesn't seem to be any in Edinburgh at the moment. Yeah, no, there's none in Edinburgh. I'm sure there is somewhere, but I've not found it. No, well, yeah, you've obviously not been looking, mate. Right, they're, they're fine. But do you know what it is? It's because all these little stores are buying up all the tomato sauce oh, and having seven bottles. Yeah, yeah, well, you're sort of like Robin Hood in a way. You're sort of a condiment Robin Hood. Yeah, I am, so I took the tomato sauce. What's your issue with it? Stealing. It's not stealing. It is. It's not. That tomato sauce is there to be used. Yeah, to be used, not take, not taking the whole bottle. It's there I'm for everyone, use, everyone to use. I want to use it. So now someone goes along and they want to put some tomato sauce on this. Use one of the other six bottles. No, mate, that's that's well, no. Because what if another prick comes along and goes, "Oh, I'm having that." Right, there's still five bottles left. No, if it keeps happening, right, there might be four. 
There's conceivably there's seven people who are as big a bell end as right, you. Right, listen, out listen, listen four, three, two, one. Behind the counter, hang on, we're low on tomato sauce. Like another five out. Well, do you don't know what they've got? They've got loads of tomato sauce, I can tell. You can't, mate, at the heart of it, you can't justify that you've stolen a bottle of tomato okay. sauce. Okay, all right then. Go on then. What's on the side in our kitchen at the moment? What's on the... On the side in our kitchen at the moment? Bottle of tomato sauce that you've stolen. What else? Well, I don't know, loads of stuff. I'll tell you what else is there. Yeah. A shitload of biscuits. Yeah. A shitload of biscuits, mate. Yeah, that were there uh, to be taken. How did we acquire those biscuits? Uh, they were on. They were on a rider for something we were filming, so they were there for the talent. For the entire crew. And they it said, wasn't for the talent, they, said the they said, they said at the end, take as much as you want. Well, what? But, but if I'd have so, gone over, so that's exactly what happened. If I'd have gone over at that, at that storage now and said, how much of this tomato sauce can I have? Should have gone, I'll have as much as you want. Yeah, no, but don't take the bottle. But don't take the bottle. She wouldn't have said that. She wouldn't have said that. If you said, can I take the bottle away with me? She would have said. No, you can't, because that's for the customer. They're quite friendly in Scotland, mate, then. Ah, go on, hen. They wouldn't, mate. Go on, hen, take it. You, at no point now, have justified stealing a bottle of tomato I sauce. I totally have. I totally have. You stole a load of biscuits today. I didn't steal a load of biscuits. They said take as many as you want. And you stole... But you were in the process they of were stealing for, them. They were for us to eat. They were a rider. They were the crew. They were and they said at the end, the day's finished, take as many as you want. Tomorrow that crew will go in and they'll go, where the hell are our And you also, biscuits? you took the biscuits as well. No, but I'm not the one trying to defend it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, no, I, def- no wait, I am the one trying to defend it. I'm not the one attacking it. I don't have to defend it. I don't have to defend that decision. You're a thief, mate. You're a biscuit thief. I'm not, because they're a to... biscuit thief, poo, poo pant lever. That's what you're known as now. Biscuit thief, I'm poo It pant. amazes me how pathetic and you are sometimes. <laughs> we'll quickly go back and think of something that But that's true, can. though. That's the, leaving your shitty pants in a public convenience. How's that all right? But we're not talking about that. I know, but we're talking, I've just... I've, 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 you've brought this up. I've borrowed a little bit of tomato sauce. You've borrowed it, have you? Are you taking the bottle back? I might do one day, never know. You take it back tomorrow? No. We're going We're going down there tomorrow. We're taking it back. Please don't march me down We're going down there, and you're going to say, I'm really sorry, here it is back. I'm not doing that. I'm Fine, you can go down anom- anonymously and put it in as an amnesty. But what if then they see me doing it, and they're like, it's all right, we've got plenty. Why, so, why, are you give, why are you giving us tomato sauce charity? First, as soon as you've worked up tomorrow morning, yeah. you're going to take the bottle of tomato sauce back down. Right, this is what I will agree with. No, you're a if criminal. In the newspapers, I do not negotiate with terrorists. If in the newspapers, right, tomorrow, they yeah. say, there's some tomato sauce missing. Yeah. And we're trying to find the culprit at the moment. There's well, a dra- I think I'd, I'd imagine they'll bring it up in the papers because apparently there's a shortage of tomato sauce in Edinburgh. Exactly, mate. you got a kid's... Dog eat dog here at the moment. It's dog eat dog. Yeah, it's dog eat dog. Look. Yeah, it's hot dog eat hot dog with no tomato sauce mate, because you mate, mix it all. Mate, if I get the tomato sauce and someone else doesn't, then I'll look, mate, I got the tomato sauce. All right, yeah. All right, that's the way of the world. The terrible apocalypse film. <laughs> so today is our guest, Daniel Sloss. Daniel Sloss. Daniel Sloss. Now he misbehaves. He does misbehave. He's a naughty boy. But he's a very, very naughty boy indeed, actually. Yeah, in fact, I think I think you 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 should be hanging out with that Daniel Sloss because he's clearly influenced you in a bad way. I think he has on me as well. And also, through a, you won't be able to see this in the interview, obviously, because it's audio, but through a lot of it, I think he wanted to go toilet, because he was holding his willy for ages. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what you get with young lads, they don't know. I think he was too embarrassed you, to ask. They get, you get obsessed with touching it when you're young. And playing with it all the yeah, time. Puts it in there, all the holes in walls. And yeah, the, plays the willy banjo, I bet. Yeah, plays the willy banjo, strums his willy banjo. <laughs> so it's Daniel Sloss. Our show is Heartthrobs, 9.45pm, uh, Pleasant's Courtyard. But if, look, if you feel like you want to go to bed rather than come and see it, yeah. do. Yeah. Don't come and see if it. If you're feeling if sleepy, you're don't, don't come and see it. don't bother. And so, so far, here's who's banned from our show. People who think that you can come in late with a drink. Yeah, fuck them. Just have your drink, stay outside. Sleepy and people. P- people who think, I'm so sleepy I might fall asleep in the show despite it being really loud. Yeah. 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 And dicks. 
And dicks, yeah. No dicks in the show. Yeah. And you know what? If you're a fan of us, by the way, yeah. we love that. I think it's great. Yeah. Please don't be afraid of us when we're on the stage. No, it's fine. Just enjoy it. Just meet, enjoy it. Meet us halfway if you want. Yeah. No good sitting there with in your fact, mouth. In fact, none of you fucking come, all right? There's one way of doing it. Isn't yeah. It? Just fuck it Then we don't have to do it, all right? Yeah. Nothing worse than seeing people not laugh all the way through them and signing autograph for them. Ah! <laughs> Here's another one. Daniel Sloss. Daniel Sloss, little human lad. Peacock and Gamble, Peacock and Gamble. I, 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 I laughed my fucking ass off at the um, Ramesh one. was one of the best things ever. Yeah, it was. It was really good, wasn't it? so funny. But I think people genuinely don't realise it wasn't it was as bad. it seemed. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. outright racism. It was the thing you have with friends. <laughs> it I, was more racist back, I yeah. felt. Well, I get the same way with my uh, gay friends. Is uh, To my gay friends, I am horribly homophobic just, just stop, to their I'm face. I'm stop you there straight away. Yeah. You're, you're what, friends? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Jeez. Oh, not close friends, obviously. Who are, you <laughs> who, are, who are your gay friends that you've got? Hey, friends. Uh, well, I know Craig Hill. Craig Hill? Craig, he's, he's gay. A, he's a gay lord. <laughs> <laughs> he is, isn't he, mate? Yeah, but he hides it. So is that known? I would make it safe for me to out him. Okay, I think he's yeah. very right. solid. Craig, Craig may be gay, may not be gay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know whether publicly Craig, Craig is, is gay or not. He keeps it quiet on his posters if he is. Yeah. His posters are quite classy, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but based on people's posters, you would also immediately assume that Kyle Humphreys was gay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I can say that because he's my flatmate. Is Kyle Humphreys your flatmate? Yeah, he's my That's nice. Yeah, no, it's not. All friends together. <laughs> we uh, saw one of Craig's posters last year. The f- it was the first poster graffiti we saw uh, be- before the fringe had even started. Don't really agree with poster graffiti. There's been quite an increase in that this year. We think. No, but it wasn't. Ma- it, yeah, was it was genuinely, genuinely so good. blunt that yeah. it made us scream with laughter. It was. I can't remember what the show was last year. It, it was, was Craig in a kilt. It was Craig in a kilt. It was typical sort of. Why don't you come down the front? I think it was. It was something yeah. like that. Just typical sort of camp over yeah. the top, like, uh, and someone had just in massive black letters written no. <laughs> just, like, just like no I'm not no exclamation mark no <laughs> not having that no yeah. I, was, I was like the I like when there's like, I like seeing the graffiti like I've seen some stuff on mine but it's, I'm always disappointed because it's never good on mine it's just it's always a knob on the head yeah what do, yeah. What do you get because I would imagine because the graffiti this year the, the most graffiti poster I've seen is probably Kane Russ, Russ Kane yeah. oh, I've seen a few on the Lee Nelson ones oh, yes actually there's okay. quite a few is on Lee Nelson ones there, as well and yeah. Ramsey and Ramsey yeah and, um, and I guess Sterling a, a, a little less mm. Ian Sterling yeah yeah it's, it's normally the young good looking lads isn't it yeah. generally speaking or the, or the more uh, popular comics or the older or the older good looking lads yeah yeah, yeah, like Lee Nelson. Yeah. It's actually a comment on popularity. Yeah, yeah, is what yeah. It is, is what it is. I think maybe my, the reason I don't have that much this year is because most of my poster is black. <laughs> most of them are on the side of buses, so let's be, <laughs> yeah, people couldn't really be bothered fast. to run. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? So it's just knobs on your head? Knobs on the head. Um, You've got, you're holding a microphone in your I'm holding a microphone. So you can turn that into a knob quite easily. Yeah, but it's, it's dead black. Like, it was the only place you can really draw a knob on my face. I just don't like that. When, when comedians hold no, but I, but I've got a caveat for that. It's, I know what you're say. it's a live, it's a live photo. It's, yeah, that was yeah, that was a, that yeah. was a live show. But the reason I did it is because I was just because for the past three years my posters have just been child porn, right? And I was I wanted to because I've, I've not done jokes about my age since I was like nineteen, but it is something that every year. How old are you now? 22. 22 is all grown up now. <laughs> Little Daniel Sloss has grown up all big now. Yeah. Shaved last week. And I saw when you good. stretched a minute ago, your hair sticking out your t shirt. <laughs> Pickle can gamble, Pickle can gamble. Your age was a, was kind of a, when you first sort of broke through, when you first started doing comedy, your age was a was a, a thing, wasn't it? It was, I mean, that obviously must have been a decision on your part. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I mentioned it, like, I, I think I have about five minutes at the start of my show, or like when I was doing 10 minute spots, I referenced my age a lot, but that was because it was a one of those things that you should sort of mention, it was the standard thing where you go on stage and you talk about yourselves, but then I used to get, I get very annoyed when people go, oh, you're still doing jokes about being young, and I'm like, well, no, there's about seven minutes in an hour show about being young, and you don't get annoyed at, you know... Fat comics for doing jokes about being fat. Female comics for doing jokes about being female. Hang on, what? What was all this? What? Coming all aggressive. Right in my face, going fat comics. I think he's just making them fat comics are all idiots. I think you're. I think you're putting words in my mouth now. Well, no, just calm down. Then is what I'm saying. Okay, it's not that sort of podcast. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. It's just a nice chat. Oh yeah, it's a lovely chat. It has real confrontational straight off the bat. Right, can I, okay, can I just say, everyone, before, uh, before we started recording, Ray said, I'm going to be confrontational. <laughs> <laughs> it's the exact phrase he used about himself. But I'm trying a different way of doing it. All right, I'm okay. trying to be like, passive-aggressive. Oh, so you're, you're turning yeah. me into the bad guy. I'm just I'm seeing if it works. Yeah. Okay, Okay. so but so, how, at what point do you do you stop mentioning your age? Oh, like, when I was 19, once I sort of didn't really see it as a thing, once I sort okay. of established to my audience that I was young and like I was like hey I know I'm young let's go to my material now yeah. I don't mention it since then but the it, reason it came up a lot was because people are interviewers and reviewers always go oh so you're quite young you're quite young do you get annoyed about people mentioning your age you're yeah. like well like you are now yeah. like, you, you, I know your opening line yeah, in this yeah. thing yeah. is going to be Daniel Sloss the whatever age comedian Get, apparently gets annoyed about people mentioning his age at the right but, old age yeah. of people, 21. People do, but but I, I know whenever there's any press about you or anything like that, there's all, there's often a, an age relation thing in that. There's, there's often something... Like there was a thing recently, which I presume is just something they took from one interview and blown it up. Yeah. But it was... I can't remember what it was. It was something about... that You'd said something about you'd never met anyone above the age of whatever it was. It wasn't miserable. It was on Charles' front page. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why you're here, mate. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, no I, I, there was. There definitely was. I know. I think I mentioned audience-wise, I always say that I don't believe there should be an age limit, a lower age limit. I think there should be an upper age limit. Like, I would happily let 9, 10, 11 years old into my audience because I've been watching comedy since I was five. Okay, yeah, yeah. You can't offend a five-year-old. Oh, I would debate that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't offend a five-year-old, but you can scar a five-year-old. Oh, yeah, you yeah. can scar and, a five-year-old. And you can really make their parents really cross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what I've done. But okay. Every time there's been a complaint on my show, it's been, it's been a 12-year-old laughing at jokes, and it's been a parent who's been uncomfortable about finding out how, yeah. much, how much their child knows. Yeah, yeah. But, but, is, but is there an element of that of responsibility? So is, there, is there an element of that where the, the reason for a complaint would be, I don't know if it's justified or not, but, but the reason for a complaint would be because they're approaching it from an angle of maturity so that so they're going well hang on this isn't acceptable for my children to hear this yeah but your job as a parent shouldn't be to stop what your child sees it well it also be, they shouldn't talk to the show in the first place yeah yeah, in, in yeah. Fairness. Well, your job as a parent should be to i mean i say this as, as a point from someone who's not a parent that i know of that you should, <laughs> <laughs> that, but that you should it's not to censor what your child sees it's to let them see the things and then explain to them why there's wrong yeah, yeah. Like, oh rihanna shouldn't be dancing in the slightly clothes on television you shouldn't put her on television. No, she should be on television. You should just be able to sit your daughter down and be like, don't dress like that tramp. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, you're right, you're right, you're right. It should, it should be a case of, of using it as a, an example of what not to do rather than yeah. something to aspire Yeah, yeah, I'm not, no point. If anything, I'm the opposite of a role model. What are you? The, the thing where you just, as a parent, you bring your child along and go, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't. See, this is what happens. Although he looks like he's having fun, 
we won't love you if this happens. Okay, <laughs> if you become this. So what, it's good this, we're getting deep now. So do you think that you're unlovable? <laughs> oh, entirely. <laughs> do you? Oh, yeah. I'm always uh, shocked when I find out that people on the comedy circuit think I'm nice. Cause I've, I, never, I've not heard that. No. <laughs> it's not a rumour I've heard. Oh, yeah. oh right, okay. okay. I'm, I'm shocked to hear that as well. Oh, well, yeah. I think it's because I started that rumour. Did you see <laughs> Just in a, in a little disguise with the glasses with a moustache on going, have you heard Daniel Sloss is really nice? <laughs> it wasn't even subtle, just a bunch of comics who weren't talking to me because I'm such an asshole were at a gig that I whispered in their ears going, oh, that Daniel Sloss is really nice. Oh, yeah, so he is. <laughs> well, I think when I first became aware of you, I think I, I was standing behind you breathing heavily. Yeah, you were just talking in my ear saying, I am nice, I am nice. <laughs> um, no, I think when I first became aware of you as a comic, I, don't, I can't speak for Ed, but I, I, I know that I had an immediate knee-jerk reaction away from you. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, don't like him. Oh, oh no, don't like him. Oh, well, he's a little upstart. I don't like him at all. And then I confirmed your suspicions. No, not at all. Well, I'd not, see, I'd not even met you at that point. Yeah. And that's the thing. And that happens, I think that happens in comedy quite a lot, where people, not just comedy in life. Where people make assumptions on people because they've they've known them from somewhere else, but when they actually meet them, they're perfectly charming people, and they're in, I mean, you see them in comedy, particularly you see them gig live, and you're like, no, they're fucking ace, they're great. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely, I can remember definitely going, oh no, he, no, I don't like him, I don't like him at all. Yeah. No, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just hard to hear that, that from you. I'm sorry, man. No, I, like it. I, like it. I like you. I like you now. Well, that, that's that's pretty surprising. Oh, no, I, I get that. I get that a lot, especially from uh, older circuit comics. Like when I was uh, eighteen, ninety, um, it was always that thing of I just knew people weren't going to like me. One of my favourite moments when it was when uh, Ian Cognito turned around to me and went. It's really weird because I don't wish you were dead. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of the nicest things that anybody's yeah, yeah, ever yeah, said to me. But it's better that way around that people have that knee jerk reaction when yeah. they haven't met you and go, Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, I've met him now. I like him and he's a good comic rather yeah. than just, Oh, he looks interesting. Oh, no, he's a cunt. Oh, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad it is that sort of yeah. way around. Yeah, no, but I think, I think it's interesting. It is. It's an interesting thing. That... I think people get the same way about uh, Ramsey. Because when I. When well, I, I, I think I knew Ramsey first, yeah, so, yeah. So, so I was always like, oh no, he's just a wally. Yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's like, a lovely lad. I did, I didn't know Ramsey, we were always compared to each other because we did both have the same hairstyle at one yeah, point, yeah. and then we'd never met each other, and we met each other at Latitude one year, and we just got on, and, and we just get on really, really well. sat down, really well. taped the charts together. Yeah. <laughs> Read some comics in the corner and then you got some bubble come and, 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 you, and a competition you could do the biggest bubble. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever swap gigs like an 80s film or anything, like completely swap lives? Well, just remember when, well, yeah, yeah. uh, what, like uh, Andy Kaufman and, uh, and his, what's his character right? Clifton. Danny Clifton, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's quite high minded for you and Ramsey, I think. <laughs> more. Much low, more low bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can understand people, I can understand people having a reaction to Chris, Chris Ramsey. Same with Kane. If we're talking about all the younger comics, I'd say <laughs> y- yourself, Daniel, Russell Kane. Gamble. Gamble. Go, yeah. Gamble's pretty young, yeah. But I'm not, I don't think there's any reaction to you, is there? I think perhaps because you're... I don't know. Stay clear of it. I don't think there is. I don't, th- I don't think there is so much. Because mm. also, because you were like a nice, attractive fat boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then you became a sort of horrible, emaciated, yeah. like, skeleton. Yeah. Um, and I think because you became... Are you speaking on behalf of all older comics? Most right? comics. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think be- because you didn't start, you didn't break through as a, as a younger looking lad yeah you you've it's quite clever what he's done really <laughs> snuck in if you'd yeah. have done this mate if you'd have just like put on about 20 stone and then just been good at comedy for a bit and then <laughs> then, go, <laughs> then you can do it you can do it that way there's ways around these things same for me really I that's think. the problem arriving as a fully formed package you want to really let one thing go <laughs> right, and okay. then sort of build it as you go along so maybe just get fat or 
Another yeah, one. Was, yeah. Racist. Oh, yeah, be a bit racist. Just that'd do it. Yeah. The new younger Jim Davidson. Got to start picking to a new market. Right, okay. Which I think might be sort of end of the pier. I think that's, what, <laughs> what, that's the way you What I go. will say to you, Daniel, as an overall thing at, <laughs> at, at the moment is you have no room for improvement. You are, you've arrived as fully formed and I think yeah. it's going to be frustrating for you and it's going to be nice for your audience who will always have a very nice time when they come to your shows. But for you, you will feel like, well, where do I go from here? Yeah. yeah. I am complete. So where do you see it going? What? Comedy. Comedy-wise? Yeah. I don't know. I've, it's the thing I've always been asked is where, what do you want to do next and I well I've kind of when I was 17 though I just wanted to make a living yeah, out of yeah. comedy and I'm, I'm doing that now so I'm, I'm done I must be mad though I wasn't making a living at your age mm. must be mad having all that money must <laughs> <laughs> be mad making what, a living what did you spend all your money on? Um, genuinely one of the stupidest things I bought is I own a life size replica of a velociraptor <laughs> Yeah, and it was. It was. You don't pay rent because you're still living with your mum, probably. But, <laughs> but unfortunately, I played it with Rowdy, my raptor now. So. <laughs> but you know, it was, well, how much did you spend on that? Well, it was reduced. I, mate, that is exactly what I always do. When people say to me, "How much did you spend?" I go, "Well, first off, yeah, you're gonna have was. to say how much it is because I have no idea how much they cost to start with. So I can't go. Oh, it was reduced because I. Well, no, no, because it, it is something that everyone. Goes, it's not one of those things. Oh, it's all right. It was how much, right. Let's try and guess. Let's right, try and guess. Right. Full okay. size, to the point where I can sit on it. Right. right. And then what's it made it's, of? It's a fiberglass. Is it official merch? Like, is it from Jurassic Park or something like that? Oh, no, no. Yeah, it's, okay. I, I don't think so, no. Somebody's just made it independently. It's, yeah, I think it was like the, some guy who makes them for like theme parks and, and stuff. Fine. It okay. from, and it got well, shipped over from France. Okay, right. well, the price is down now. Digits, are, so. are we including shipping in, in our guests? Yeah, oh, yeah. I reckon at full whack. That included. Tops. Tops three grand. Okay. That's tops. Yeah, yeah. You've got, but you've got. Uh, it's whoever's closest, so you've got to just make. What the call. do you think? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm gonna all right, I'm gonna say two thousand six hundred. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna go. I was gonna go. Um, no, slightly less. I think I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Uh, I think uh, you're right to go less. I think I'm gonna go two. Six hundred quid. Fine. And what did you pay for it? Six hundred quid. You paid six hundred. It was six hundred. It was originally three grand, and it was reduced. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's grand. the point. You didn't yeah. include the reduction. I said three grand. <laughs> I said it. No, let's do yeah. it again. Let's do it all again. Right, right, well, right. We okay. can say it at the same. Right, yeah. okay. And I think it was three grand and you paid maybe five, six hundred maybe. Okay, I think in the end you paid six hundred. Oh, but I think it started out as three grand. No, that's... <laughs> You and totally last, last guess wins, right? Oh, that is oh. true. They <laughs> <laughs> hate this. Peacock and gamble, peacock and gamble. So what do you, when you got that, and it was just there, yeah. when, and, and the idea of it must have been fun, like I bought a full-sized Velociraptor, yeah. I'm having it shipped over from France. When you were just sat in your room looking at a full-sized Velociraptor, at any point did you feel quite sad that you'd done that? Oh, we... The first little while, we did spend the first few days just walking past him and laughing. Who's we? Me and my old flatmate at the time, right, okay, okay. And then I brought a girl home one night, and he used to be in my room, and I totally forgot he was there. He. I've right. checked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, he was, in the, he was in my room, and she went, and I was like, oh, just make yourself comfortable, we'll get some wine and stuff. And then she went, and she... She shrieked and I was cock-blocked by something that was well over <laughs> 200 million years old. That's impressive, isn't it? Yeah. I think the most impressive part of that story is you saying I went to get some wine. Yeah. Well, like Charming little man. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm a wonderful host. Yeah, yeah. Peacock and gamble, peacock and gamble. So, um, why... Speaking of which, just randomly, there's a game of poker tonight which a bunch of comics are 
playing in just around well, I'd be, I'd be enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bragging about my social circles. I don't know how to play poker. We tried to learn once, didn't we? Yeah. Um, I'm more, I'm more, I, I used to play poker. Oh, no, I know I'm going to lose. We're just there to um, drink and smoke and have a laugh. As soon as you say there's a big load of comics going, yeah. I think Ray's immediately put off. Yeah. And also, but then I want both of us to go to watch how Ray reacts in that scenario. Well, I don't have an issue with comics. Groups of comics. Groups of comics I have an issue with. Yeah. But one on one, I can quite happily sit and talk to anyone, yeah. really, I think. I think yeah. What's your problem with groups of comics? I don't know. I just think there's a bit of dick swinging styles happening, and I just think oh, it, yeah, just, yeah, it yeah, all totally. ends up just being a little bit sort of. I'm, I'm not one for testosterone, other than I, my own. I don't, none of it. I'm the same. Not at all. I've met. Uh, Could you find that out? Your skill medical. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, there's nothing down here. Um, no, I've, I, I absolutely hate that side of things. Like, yeah. Stay with Kai. Like, I've never been in a fight, and I'm the sort of I've been punched in the face, but I've never been in a fight. Right. Um, but I'm the sort of person that once it gets to confrontation, I'll, I'll talk people out of it. I just, I, I hate this sort of stuff. I hate this sort of. I want to be the biggest and strongest. I get angry. That's why I used to hate going to nightclubs. Yeah. Because I, it's just a bunch of lads, and you go. But deep down, I'm a better person than you because I don't yeah. need to do that. I yeah. Think. Well, I think that I, I think my leaning would be towards getting out of it without fists. However, when that situation arises, when it, when it's happening in the moment, when mm. it's happening, I do start thinking this is my opportunity to punch someone in the face. I was all, I was already to. We had that the other night. Ready to throw we? down the other night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we, we're bo- both of us, and we were hopelessly outnumbered as well. Yeah. With what happened? We was just we were standing in the courtyard, and there was a group of lads kept throwing their sort of finished uh, plastic pint glasses, but there was still like liquid in the bottom of them into the bins. But we were standing there, and they kept hitting me, and they were hitting our friends and stuff. And we said, "Just stop doing that." Like three or four times, and in the end, we just you'd but stare then, at them. One, one, start, one started eyeballing me. Mm-hmm. Now the the big man would go, "Oh, you're a child," and just look away. But in me, I went, "Oh, you think you can eyeball medium, mate?" <laughs> I have just done the show, and I'm not really feeling very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you watch this look that I'm doing now, and I, so I just locked locked eyes with him for a long time. Yeah, um, and he, then they uh, got off with each other <clears> in the end. <laughs> No, no, amazing. but, but like people, because people were moving in front of us, so I used that opportunity at one point to just look and was chatting with Ed. Yeah, then, blink loads, blink yeah, loads, and loads, loads of things. Put, put some objects in my eyes. Just, just Ed splashing your face, going, "You can yeah, do this. Come on, I believe you. Come back. Stare, stare, stare him out." But they were sort of, you know, they were because they were very close to us. And we could hear that they were getting ready for, you know, for fisticuffs, yeah. and we were. I mean, there were like seven or eight of them, yeah, and there were two of us. Yeah, but it was at the point where it was like, I, I'm genuinely. If this kicks off, I'm just go for the biggest one. Yeah. yeah, see, in those situations, I'm awful. Well, that's why I'm glad I'm friends with Kai. Right. Kai is uh, just a working class, ugly Batman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> whenever he sees sort of injustice in the world, whatever, is he'll just and he's just he's he is quite because he's Jordy, he's quite hard. Yeah, and stuff. like it was a case. He's not going to like me telling this story, but <laughs> neither was my agent. But fuck it. Um, <laughs> Sometimes we have to work stories. He was in uh, Australia uh, this year and he, and he phoned me. He was like, You're on Skype, get on Skype now. I'm like, All right, okay, why? And he goes, I'm in trouble. I was like, What have you done? He's like, And I'm used to these phone calls from Kai. Yeah. Just, it's like, Right, okay, you've done something. You've had sex with someone you shouldn't have, or you've done something, or you've got your penis is missing again, or just you, know, <laughs> you've, you, you shit blood like you always do. Or anything. So we get on the Skype and he's just sitting there. And uh, what had happened was he'd gone into McDonald's. He's in there and there's this big Scottish guy who's just steaming and he was just screaming in his girlfriend's face. He was just screaming, screaming, screaming his girlfriend. And a group of guys at the table behind him went, do you mind, could you just keep it down, guys? Or yeah. But he kind of tried to do it in a sort of bamf way and the Scottish guy just lost his shit and went, shut your fucking 
fucking mad. You know, tell me what to do. And then his anger like smacked his um, like coke all over his girl just so she was drenched. Right. And she started crying. And he got up and he went, oh, look, we made it over to the group of guys. Yeah. And so he went up to the girl, started taking his watch off and went, do you want me to sort this out? <laughs> and she went, yeah. And he went over to the guy, tapped him on the shoulder. And the guy looked really angry. And guy just punched him twice in the face and knocked him out clean cold. Wow. <laughs> and then two of the guys sitting down at the table went, we think you better leave. And wow. So, and he just went, and the guy was just out cold completely. But that's, so that's why I like having that's Kai around. Right? That's exciting, though. Oh, I, I could never But do that it. would never end like that if I did it. I'll do it. Yeah. I'd punch I, someone and then go, this would hurt me. I don't think, they, I wouldn't have adrenaline that kicked in to stop that yeah, pain. Yeah, yeah. It would just be loads of bits of my brain going, that's the stupidest thing you've ever done and you're about to die. Yeah. And now... See, all I would think, it would never occur to me I could lose the fight. That would never even occur to me. I oh, think never too far to ahead. Win. I think too far ahead. That, but I'd be thinking, oh no, they will sue me. Right. I will, I will get... <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I will get GBH. Yeah. I would, do you know what I mean? All those things start coming to me. But I'd have no issue whatsoever. We've all met people that, that actually deserve it. Oh, yeah, actually yeah, yeah. Deserve yeah. It. Violence is awful, but some people do need to be punched in the face. Totally, and I'm a pacifistic man by nature, but there are absolutely people, like that gentleman you're talking about in Australia, I have no issue with him getting punched in the face. Yeah. No, no issue with that at all. Yeah, yeah, no, you I know. Deserve- my perfect fight situation was I was on a, a platform at a train station once, and a woman ran up to the platform in floods of tears and went round the corner and hid right down on the far end of the platform. I bet you found it. And then this bloke... <laughs> I know Eddie would have found her and definitely punched her really hard in the face. Don't you run away from me again? We're in public. This massive bloke bowled up, uh, like looking really pissed off, and uh, he came up to me like quite aggressively and went, "Did you see where a woman went? Did you see where that woman went?" And I went, "Yes, she went in that direction," and pointed him in the wrong direction. Uh, that's the ideal fight. Yeah, that's perfect, isn't it? Making out, she went down there to that cafe. <laughs> but is it, is it nice? That, is it nice that we're all these things are like we're justifying them with chivalry? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All we're thinking is, don't care if there's a girl there, I'm going to punch a man in the face. <laughs> It'll be Andy if, yeah, but then if, it'll be Andy if there's a crying girl there, that'll help. Yeah, but then if you <laughs> just punch just a man in the face, then the, girl will, um, then the girl will come and hang off your yeah, muscles at the end. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the elephant is okay in front of my thumb poster. <laughs> Pico can gamble, Pico can gamble. So you brought your PS3 out with you? Mate, just let the young lad thing go. You don't have to go, oh, you've got PS3. Well, no, what games have you got? <laughs> oh, have you completed Pac-Man yet? <laughs> Well, I was going to trade on Pokemon cards. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, you're um, you, you're quite into like because this is another thing that annoyed me about you. There was, a, there was an interview that I'm glad you have a list that you that you showed me. We we'll changed the name is... of this podcast to Settling Scores. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But uh, no, you showed me the interview. I remember you showed me the interview because I think we'd done a gig together in London. We it did. was the first time I met you. It was one of those shitty so TV ones. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, uh, we did that, and you were on oh, there. Yeah, that you was the first one of those. Yeah, yeah I don't think yeah. we really spoke then. I think we sort of had a wavy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, I no, I think you'd done quite well, and no one else did. So I'd gone off to another gig. Afterwards. Yeah, I did all right. No, you didn't, mate. Shut up! I find that gig. Yeah, I know. Repetitive, <laughs> mate. Air quotes. Um, I think. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you, you showed me an interview with Daniel Wade. I farted on um, the head of So Television. That's true. <laughs> Um, the, head of, the head of So TV was not Graham, but the, and the other bloke was getting out of a cab, and, and Ed was stood there, and he didn't do it on purpose. But at, at the point that the man got, out, we won't even name him, but you'd be able to find his name. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I've done already. The, as well. Yeah, the point. Where, <laughs> the point where he got out of the cab, Ed had his back to him and, and farted at that point. Really bad one as well. So the man, the man got out of the cab into yeah. the fart. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think then I went on stage and mentioned it, and no one like it was just silence. Yeah, it was just. Did you say yeah, it on stage? Just, yeah, I said it on Did stage you? because that was in the time where like I had some material and some of it was all right, but quite a lot of the time, if I was gigging with you, I'd perfectly, I'd be perfectly happy for you to go. You should go on and say that in the beginning. And go all right, I will go on and do that. Well, it was we had a little relationship with Sony Television because um, Jason Dawson. Who uh, is yeah. now? He's now gone on to bigger and better things, really. I guess. But he's uh, at the time he was a fan of the podcast, and uh, and he he got in touch with us and said he works for Say TV. Uh, do we want to come in for a meeting? And we went, oh yeah, that sounds brilliant. You know, we were, we were like, oh that's really cool. People taking notes of us, and we got to Say TV, and he met us at the door, and we were sort of like, so where are we go? And he was like, mm-hmm, I thought we could go to pub. <laughs> Right. We were like, well, are we not going to go into the building? He's like, no, no. I'm ashamed <laughs> to take you in. No, but we were generally like, he's not even told him. He's got us. But it's a cleaner or something. And he just wants to have a drink with us. And we went and had a drink and stuff and had a chat. We stayed good friends with Jason, you know. We sort of, uh, not good friends, that's not fair. No. Acquaintances with Jason. Yeah. We were, but I thought it was sort of thing from when you. But you did you think that was going to be a big thing when you first met him? I don't think we thought it was going to be a big thing, but I we think, thought we'd I think, get into the office. I think we genuinely believed he worked there. <laughs> wait, 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 when you say the office, you mean not not the show right. the office? Okay, because no, yeah. then that was almost as optimistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jason said to us, "Thought we'd get a part in the office." And he, he, wrote wrote that, he wrote that. He wrote that. Jason he told us that. Yeah, I think he wrote that. Yeah, he yeah. wrote the office. Yeah, yeah. and so it was also he created Alan Partridge and just gave yeah. It so the, yeah. I think Jason created Alan Partridge. Who would whine about creating Alan Partridge and not getting credit for it? <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant edit point. <laughs> I remember when I was in So You Think You're Funny, and I go to the final, uh, didn't win, and, but it was that thing afterwards, we're in the sort of party, and it's the schmoozing. I'd never been schmoozed before, yeah. so I just thought it was genuine. So I just people coming out to me going, Here's my car, I'm going to clean this, I'm going to clean that. Right. I'm just saying, What can I go? Do you even win? I'm going to be a movie star? <laughs> <laughs> and this guy got in contrast, I said, We want you to come down and film this. Uh, pilot and I was like okay that sounds uh, awesome and we went down and it was me and it was Eric Lampert first time I met him yeah. Lou Sanders uh, Hirshah Doc Brown and uh, I mean I think they'd all sort of realised that it wasn't this big thing it was a you know it was this sort of TV show where we were all meant to be in a rock band and stuff but I remember phoning my agent at the time just going how much do you think I'll get an episode for this <laughs> and, she was, and she was just like what well, and she's going Right, okay, off the top of my head, if this were to be a thing, which is not, can be I'm like, fucking loaded. And she's trying and then nothing I'm came I'm going to buy a Velociraptor. Yeah. <laughs> One day I won't have enough money to buy a Velociraptor. To wait four long years. <laughs> it's weird, though, it? Well, pilots are a weird one, though, aren't they? Because pilot, you can get carried away with a pilot, and you can, and you can... I always think it's best, even though I don't think we've even adhered to this, but I always think it's best if you do a pilot to not even mention it. Don't mention mm. you've done a pilot. Don't mm. mention anything to do with that because then all that happens then is you then have to have the discussion later on about how it wasn't picked up, yeah, how it didn't, yeah, you know, yeah, it didn't yeah. happen. Whereas if you just wait and see if it gets picked up, and then you can say, okay, there's a series, then you can start talking yeah, about it. Yeah. Well, I, I have the opposite problem, which is a lot of people come and go, yeah, mate, I really enjoyed uh, your your sitcom. I managed to catch one episode of it. I'm like, yeah, there, there, That's there right, was yeah. only one. <laughs> you, you saw, you all saw all of it. it. Thanks, <laughs> very, yeah. thanks very much for watching every single minute of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all coming out on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you did that. I forgot that. You did it. Ed Byrne was in that, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, he yeah. was in that. So what happened with that? Did that not? We'd have to rake over our wounds, but was that? No, it was. It was. It wasn't great. It was. Um, was it not? I didn't see it. It was so. called The Adventures of Daniel. Okay. It was one of the. You played Daniel. I played Daniel. Good. Well done. Yeah, that would have been awkward. It was really hard. I had a lot of people coming up to tell me, going, "You know, you're really good at acting." I'm like, "Yeah." 
when I'm playing myself. Like it's on BBC Three, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 It, but the thing is, like, it would have been terrible if you if you created something. Yeah. <laughs> on BBC Three. Okay, well, I didn't create it. It was no, but if you, you know, if you, if I was, the, if you, if I was like, the spearhead point of it, yeah, yeah, yeah I, and I, then they get white flop. Gone, okay, come in an audition, pardon. Yeah, <laughs> or, or, or worse, if they've gone right, we've, we've recast Daniel. Yeah. Oh, who's he going to be um, played by? Oh, it's just Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> He's been living as you for six months. <laughs> they wouldn't do that, BBC Three. Yeah, no, and uh, I think apparently it got really good sort of ratings and stuff, especially with that time. Up, but it just uh, what time is it on? Uh, I think it was on at 8 30 or something. Okay, so a lot of yours haven't gone to bed yet. <laughs> <laughs> you had, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you had all your friends and watched that video the next day, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> and then you put it on and it was snooker, and your mum had taped the wrong channel. And you go, Mum, I was on the telly last night, you have taped the wrong channel. <laughs> Why do you think Daniel's mum watches snooker? <laughs> <laughs> That is such a classic mum thing to watch. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you know when you're wandering upstairs in the evening and your mum's watching Snooker with a line? See when your dad gets home. Oh, he doesn't make me dinner. <laughs> if you walk down and your mum is watching Snooker, there are two rules. One is, do not look underneath the cushion that's next to her. <laughs> and, and two, don't ask her what she was really watching. Turn it over fast. <laughs> Really into snooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love the. Um... You're all sweaty and panty. <laughs> yeah, I know it's the bit of the where they get the blackballing. <laughs> pickle can gamble. Pickle can gamble. So what? So this year at the fringe, you're on, you're on all the buses. Mm-hmm. I don't mean like Olive. I mean that you're. <laughs> okay, well, I mean that you. I want to be on the buses, <laughs> but only the green-ish ones. Yeah. You're on the side of all the buses, which gave us a right giggle when we first arrived. Loved that. Yeah. Thought it was brilliant. What a dick. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's you not. You can't do it, it aren't you? You can't do it, man. It's not. Right. It's just it's all it's always shocking and funny to arrive at the fringe and then realise all over again what a massive business it is. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. The, the size of the posters and everything getting bigger and bigger every year. It's like fuck a bus. Yeah. And don't like, do that. I remember, <laughs> I remember the first time this was like I think 2000 I think it was uh, when uh, I'd been up 99 and in 2000 we came back to the fringe and Ross Noble had done bigger posters than everyone else yeah now it's a standard size poster now yeah but posters used to be like yay big A1 A is that whatever it is yeah, you know, that yeah. sort of size and everyone had the same standard posters and then one year yeah. Ross came back and he had posters the size that you just see everywhere now so, yeah, it's, yeah. so it's his fault pretty much yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and everyone's like that's not fair <laughs> whoa what is happening yeah. and I think that was the moment I think it was genuinely the moment where it went right and then the year after Jamon had a huge one coming out the side of the Gilded Balloon which oh no it was on the opposite side of Gilded Balloon where okay, the okay. it was just a huge tarp one which uh, they managed to get up Wow, and it was one of the yeah. ones that that year everyone went. Oh, oh, yeah, I remember it was yeah two six. I think it was two two six. But it's insane though, isn't it? So, so you're seeing it on the on the bus there was like that's insane, man. That's right, really. You know, it's where's it gonna go? Yeah, from there. Arthur's seat. All of it. All of it. I'm gonna paint my face on the side. Are you gonna get it yourself? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm not even gonna. It's gonna be a big smiley face. <laughs> have you got a tag? Because you because you're a little boy. <laughs> have you got have, have you got a tag that you that you always do? Well, we're just like a like, tag like you graphing. Oh, that Sloss. Sloss has done that. Uh, that Sloss is tag. That's like... <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I don't. I don't, even, I, don't even, with a kilt. I don't even have a good 
I don't have a good signature. Like every time I sign something, I yeah. can always just see my fans going, oh. <laughs> That's it. And I'm like, oh. Like, do, do you write like a child? Got a child oh, oh I, my handwriting is appalling. Like, right. you, And I even hold my pen wrong. I've always, I hold it like that. That's how I hold it. Because I just always have. That's insane. So you, you're doing what's, I think, technically known as a beetle hand. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's a velocigrip, isn't it? I yeah, it's a I, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just, I, when I remember when I was nine years old, it was my dad was, uh, he was like, right, you're sort of the age where you should learn to hold a pen properly. So I'll pay, uh, I'll pay you fifty quid if you if you hold your pen properly. And then I did it for a week, and then I just gave him fifty quid back. I was like, oh, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've always been that level of stubbornness. Like, I don't eat vegetables, um, right? Um, right. Like I just don't. I hate them. I think they're disgusting and pointless. Stupid boy. I know. I know. I am. Oh, <laughs> that's ridiculous. I'll eat them in. I'll eat them in like soup and stuff in its part. But if it's just a standalone carrot, it can go fuck itself. Like you're, when, an idiot. What, you're just there. Yeah. When? Honestly. How often do you get offered a standalone carrot? Not, <laughs> I, my parents keep me in a hutch. And <laughs> I've got years on you, son, and I'm telling you now, I've never been offered a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But you, you Surprised you can find a carrot in your And when you're not going to bed when you're told. No, but I, I mean, like, if it's on the side of the plate and. <laughs> it's my little anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel, I'm surprised you can find a carrot in your house if your mum's got the snooker off. <laughs> <laughs> So you don't, you, you, you don't or you won't eat vegetables? I, I, I don't I, eat vegetables I will, often. I will if, like, if I've sort of cooked them. I'm a very picky eater. If I've cooked them myself and I know I cook them in the way that I like them yeah. to be sort of cooked. How do you like vegetables cooked? Deep fried. No. See, um, <laughs> it's with, with carrots, as long as it's in as part of a... Like, I eat carrots and leeks and onions as long as it's in as part of a stew. But if you've just put carrots and peas and sweet corn beside a bit of meat you've cooked yeah. that stuff can go fuck itself because why it's so aggressive because I was always my... why because it's too old no it's right when yeah I was... is that the sort of thing that old people like in the war <laughs> <laughs> when I was I remember it was a hot I was traumatising it wasn't traumatising like a British British who's actually traumatised it makes this sound really pathetic but slow I... down this goes out in England as well so... <laughs> When I was like seven years old, my grandparents would come down and they'd cook. I had one set of grandparents that were just, they loved spoiling their grandkids. Yeah. And then another grand, set of grandparents who were arguably good grandparents because they were the ones who went, eat this, finish this, yeah. doing this, get it done. And they would put the carrots there and they go, you're not going to leave the table until you finish your vegetables. Right. And I would sit there for three hours just at the table just going, I can set. I but that's can sit, but yeah. that, that's okay. So, but that's a thing, isn't it? That's so that's time in memoriam. That that's that's a thing where kids won't eat the vegetables, and they tell you can't eat the tables, eat about your vegetables because they're good for you. Blah 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 blah. But I think the fact that you even have it as a fact about you. Yeah. I don't eat vegetables. I think it's cynical marketing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you. I, I think somebody I think say, said to you, say you don't like vegetables because then you will seem more like a child. <laughs> you think, yeah, we're still, we're, we need to ring this out. Pick for your nose in interviews. Yeah. <laughs> Shuffle your feet a lot. Yeah. Have a sleep Mumble. after 25 minutes. <laughs> um, we're not definitely saying this is going to happen, but you should consider a propeller hat. <laughs> Every time I do a joke, just spin it around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I don't, I don't eat no carrots for Danny. <laughs> And then just pretend to take off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't eat many vegetables, but I'd never give it as a little fact about me. Well, okay, I don't class potatoes as vegetables because they're not important ones. They're not ones that are like, they're not part of your five a day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Carrots, 
the same texture as a potato. Yeah. So technically a potato. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pull you on that. Anyway. No, no, but carry on. Look, no, I'm conf- same with barnet squash. Probably fine. Butternut squash isn't a potato. <laughs> no, no, but it's you know it's it's it's, it's not. a squash. It's basically onions, leeks, and peas and carrots, and and and, and, and lettuce. It's the green right. stuff. I'm okay. not going to eat what my food eats. Like I eat fine. cows, and cows eat that stuff. So therefore, they eat grass, which is green. <laughs> so the same, right? If you yeah, but I eat look. beef, but I don't I don't eat shit. Hey, and you know what? Colors, do you know what? There's no point in arguing with him. Right? If he's going to behave like this, if, right. if that's his attitude, if you want this interview to carry on, you're going to have a bit of carrot. Am I going on the if, you, if you, this is what happens. This is why everyone always thinks I'm young because it always no, fucking listen, happens. Listen, interview, listen. And now it's going to be like, oh look at him harping on about how fucking young he is, Daniel. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Don't think if you have a little tantrum, you're gonna get your own way. Right? Be quiet a minute. This is genuinely the worst behaviour I've seen this week. Right? Now stop it. Straight up. Listen, uh, if you think you can just carry on being a professional comedian, going swanning about the place, get all the big laughs in your big venue, and then just live on pizza, then that's your own lookout. But you do not come into another person's house and start raising your voice like that. Right? <laughs> Is that understood? Is that understood, Daniel? Yes. Yes, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> Good. Now... What's your favourite pop group? <laughs> Let's have a nice interview without little boys coming in here, <laughs> shouting and screaming, showing off. Oh, I took a girl back to my flat. No, <laughs> oh, oh, very good, Daniel. Well done. What? A year ago. It's saw my Velociraptor. Oh, very brave. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm sorry, I'm going to back out this interview because he's done. Yeah, I'm that. sorry, mate. That's... Should I just is that it or should I just? I leave think it? to be honest with you, what you need is a nap. I think you, I think you need to have a quiet. You've had coffee, which you shouldn't have. <laughs> you've probably had pop on the way and not told us. You've come in here all excited. When's your show on, please? Eight thirty. Very CC, and then I've also got two shows on Fridays and Saturdays. Very good. That's very good. And are you going to behave yourself with those? No. Right. Well then. Well then. You, you, well then you're not doing the extra shows on Friday and Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to behave yourself? Are you going to maybe go out and just explain to the audience? Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. I'll go out. I'll go out with you. <laughs> you can be stood behind me and I'll say, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I know you've all spent a lot of money, but Daniel has been a very naughty boy today. <laughs> he has been, he's had coffee and been shouting at a stranger's house, so he's not allowed to do his extra show this evening. Mm-hmm. Please don't take that out on me. Take that out on Daniel. Then you can stand there and they can all shout things at you. <laughs> Pickle can gamble. Pickle can gamble. That was Daniel Sloss. Daniel, naughty, naughty little Daniel Sloss. I honestly... I've never seen behaviour like it. Absolutely I, disgraceful. And I've worked in special schools. I don't. I can't believe he walked in like that. Like that. You've worked in special schools. I've worked in special schools. Sneaking in the back and taking photos of them is not working. In I wasn't taking schools. photos. I was looking for tomato sauce. Um, he came in with all his shoelaces all undone. A leather, yeah. a leather jacket. Yeah. Thought he was it. Yeah. Chewing his sleeves. Chewing his sleeves. His hair all done weird. Yeah. <laughs> Sat himself down. Put his feet on the table. Yeah. Disgraceful. I said, "Would you do that in your own house?" He went, "Don't fucking care, mate." I got, well, um, I got me on this. Shut up, swear off. Yeah, swear. He did loads of swears. I like, cut a lot of them swears out. He's like bloody Dennis the Menace, that lad. He is. It's a little terror. <laughs> and they, and that old Kai boy is Nasha. Yeah. Um, tomorrow our guest is Tom Bins. 
Tom Bins. Tom Bins. A.K.A. Ivan Brackenbury. A.K.A. Ian de Montfort. A.K.A. the gay off Alan Partridge. Uh, A.K.A. gay off Alan Partridge. Yeah, he's that one as well, isn't he, from the Christmas episode. A.K.A. Naughty DJ. <laughs> Naughty DJ as well, yeah, he gets in trouble a lot. It's a really nice interview, actually, we did it today, and it's, yeah. it's a fantastic interview. It's very, very interesting, and it's very, very funny, and, uh, oh, we pick it in. We do. Proper pick it in, but he's, I suppose he thought he's calling. Nice lad. Uh, our show is... Peacock and Gamble, Hearts Rubs, 9.45. Plus, don't burp through the plug. Peacock and Gamble, Hearts Too much tomato sauce, that's the problem here. Sound like the bloke at Dixon's. Ah. That hangs on a thread of sense. (laughs) But it still is just there. Yeah, just there. Peacock and Gamble, Hearts Rubs, 9.45. Pleasant's Courtyard. Come and see it if you want. Stay awake, please. I like you. Please stay awake. Here's Daniel with the credits. Have a coffee or something. Come on, Daniel. What? So you listen to this podcast, don't first you? Of all, first of all, Daniel, I'd like you to say thank you very much for a lovely podcast. Please, may I get down from the table? <laughs> right, so normally we let the guests read the credits. Yeah. But because you claim you listen to it every day, you should just know the credits. I, I don't listen to it well, every day. So go on, let's hear the credits now. Go. This has been the Peacock and Gamble <laughs> Show, Edinburgh Podcast, Edinburgh with Freddie Productions, hosted by, hosted by Chortle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes when comics have to read the credits out, they don't know that it's hosted by Chortle, and yeah. I see their face same, when yeah, they same, get to that bit the credits, they go, it was a Freddie production hosted by... Chortle or Credit UK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not, we're not. We're only affiliated to them insofar as yeah. they put it on the website. Yeah, they yeah, put yeah. it on the iTunes, well, it? But it's yeah. like we're reminding comedians of yeah. something. But as you can see, Steve isn't here. No. That we know of. <laughs> um, okay, and what um, today's guest was? Uh, today's guest was uh, me, Daniel Sloss. And my show, yeah, my show is <laughs> my show is on uh, 8.30 at the EICC every day and there's also extra shows on Fridays and Saturdays at 10 o'clock. If you behave. If you behave. <laughs> if, I, say, if I behave myself. If I behave myself. All music by Thomas from the Rain. All music by Thomas from the Rain. Thomas from the Rain. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Love you. Now, oh, he has to show off at the end. Right, get That's the nice. How's that not nice? That's a nice way to end the... Do you not love your listeners? Is that what you're saying? fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but to have Ray Peacock tell Can't me I'm acting like a child... Can't tell me that's It's really hard. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's yeah. really not a good moment for me. I know. So like Jim Davidson coming up to me going, too far, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing. There is control. There is skill. <laughs> You're just a giddy little boy. Didn't I hear that you had See, a wank to Ed Gunn? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a wank to him, but I tried, tried. my hardest. 